Hi everyone, Rainy Bastarash, and today I'd like to address a question that we just received in the office recently by a home study course graduate. Let me go ahead and read the question to you. Here it is. I've been having difficulty getting people to practice on. I finally convinced my wife to let me practice on her, and it didn't seem to work very well, and she didn't really seem to take me seriously. It's beginning to affect my confidence. Do you have any suggestions how I can get enough people to practice on so I can actually start charging clients for sessions? It's a great question. I actually hear that one quite often from home study course graduates, especially if they don't have a lot of friends or family that they can work with. One of the first things to understand, though, is that friends and family are the most difficult clients that you'll ever work with. Why? because they know you as a friend or a family member and not as a hypnotherapist. Because of that, they have all these misconceptions about hypnosis. It's not like when a client comes to see you and you work with the client for probably half an hour before you actually do the hypnosis session, explaining to them all the misconceptions and how hypnosis works. They're a captive audience, so they're ready to listen to that. But when you go to your friends or your family, you're saying, hey, would you like to volunteer so I can get some practice? So all the misconceptions come in. They're afraid of things that you know might arise during the session that they don't know if you're professional enough to be able to take care of. First of all, what if they get stuck? These are the things that they might be thinking of. What if they tell you any deep, dark secrets? Gee, what if I tell you I borrowed one of your tools last summer and I never returned it? You see what I mean? Or will you make them cluck like a chicken? They've seen comedy hypnosis, and because of the misconceptions, they might be afraid that you're going to do something like that to them. Other things to consider is that they didn't come to see you with a problem initially that they needed help with. So they don't have the desire to be hypnotized for something. You just ask them to come in the office. Secondly, they didn't pay you because you're most likely doing the session for free. So if they didn't pay you anything or there's nothing coming from them, then they're not vested in the session. Usually if you do something for nothing, it seems like it's worth nothing. And thirdly, like I said earlier, they don't see you as a professional yet, so they don't have the belief that you can do it. Those are the three most important things in a session. We teach this quite often in classes, the triangle of success. The top of the triangle is desire. If they want to quit smoking, they have desire to quit smoking. The second point would be that they need to be vested. If you do something to nothing, it's probably worth nothing. The more, it seems like the more that they pay, the more vested they're in that. An example would be, if I paid you $200 for a session, and then I leave the office and I think about having a cigarette, and I go to pick up that cigarette, this is a marker, okay? I go to pick up that cigarette and have it, and I go, ooh, is it really worth $200? I don't think so. So the paying or being vested does have a lot to do with them taking that first cigarette because they think, wow, I paid for this. I really should try harder. And thirdly, they're coming to see you. They researched. They looked online. They found you. So they believe that you can do the job as a hypnotherapist or they wouldn't have come. They know you as a hypnotherapist only. They don't know you as a buddy or a family member. So those are the three points, and they're very important. Something else I want you to keep in mind. Now, you're trying to get practice before you do your first session. The purpose of practicing on your friends or family is to ensure that you do the session right. 
it doesn't really matter if they go into hypnosis or not because like I said you're not hypnotizing them for a major issue they didn't come to you with an issue you just want to practice so you're practicing to ensure that you can do it right what are the things you're looking for do you go slow enough and do you pause between sentences to give the client enough time to imagine what you're speaking to them about to focus on the suggestions do you sound nervous or confused uh, you shouldn't if you're reading you know if you're reading right from the script but some people still get very nervous and you can hear it in their voice and another thing is do you rattle the sheets if you're holding your your scripts and you're doing the induction and then you're going to a, a deepener and you go from one sheet to the other it's like rattle 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 okay that will distract the client also it should be a smooth going from one sheet to the other so it sounds like one continual session so these are the things you're looking at do you sound professional so keep that in mind now when you ask someone to be a volunteer for you to practice on tell them you only want them to relax and listen to the session and make sure that you sound good and get their feedback afterwards on the different things I just mentioned are you going too fast is it comfortable for them do you sound nervous do you sound like you know what you're saying by doing this okay that takes away any of the pressure and the fear that your volunteers might have they're not thinking oh he's gonna hypnotize me and control my mind instead they're thinking he just wants my advice on how he sounds so now they're gonna sit there they're gonna relax they're gonna to listen to what you're saying and because the fear and the pressure or expectancy is gone chances are they're gonna relax and go into hypnosis anyway that's the nice thing about it without the fear they'll just let go but either way, whether they go into hypnosis or not, it doesn't matter because all you need is their feedback. Now, for those people who can't find someone, maybe you're not married, your wife says, absolutely, uh-uh, I'm not going to do it, okay? So if you can't find someone to practice on, another way of doing it is to just record your session on whatever digital recorder or whatever you have to record it on. Sit comfortably in a chair and play back the session and listen to it yourself. Listen to it to see if you sound professional. If you're going too fast for yourself, that sounds funny, but remember when you're relaxing in a chair listening to a session, everything seems to go slower. So if you're talking too fast, it's going to be a little frustrating. So listen to your own session to see how you sound. Are you making rattling noises? Do you sound comfortable? If you're not sure what you're supposed to sound like, of course, with our courses, you have sample sessions. Listen to some of the sample sessions, some of our MP3s. Listen to what I sound like in a, in a session and see how similar you are to it. Now, you're not going to be as polished as the ones in the professional recorded sessions because those have been done after years and years of practice. But if you sound professional, that's what you're looking for. Don't go too fast take your time you don't have to come up with some Orson Welles deep voice because if you sound too much not like yourself normally people might open their eyes to see who's there I hear people talking about their hypnosis voice it's kind of funny but they might speak like me right now but when they get into a session they're going sleepy so sleepy I'd open my eyes and say what's going on is this guy possessed so you don't have to sound different than what you normally sound your voice is your voice. Just slow it down and be calm when you're speaking to your clients. After doing that about two or three times, two or three practice sessions, if you feel like you sound professional, you can then go ahead and practice on real paying clients. 
It only takes two or three times, because remember, you took the course. By taking the course, you understand the materials, you understand what's going on inside the mind, you know how to put a session together, you have everything you need right there in front of you. All you need to do is read it. How much practice does it take to read a session? really doesn't take a lot. If you sound good, if you sound like you're not reading, like you're actually saying this session, and you're going slow enough, you're all set. Now keep in mind, real clients do have the desire, the belief, and they are vested. Okay, They are looking at you as the professional and not a buddy or a husband. So half the battle is over already. So after your first paying client, by the way, you'll feel very confident and believe me, you'll do better and better each time because any mistakes you made, you'll remember them and fix them the next time. So get out there and do it. Thanks for listening and have a great day.